The Guardian. Uh, hello, and thank you very much for choosing to listen to me, Miles Jupp, uh, live for The Guardian at the Gilded Balloon. Now, uh, we've just finished recording the show in the nightclub of the Gilded Balloon in front of an audience of comedy lovers, and uh, we had a wonderful show. We had uh, Britt Eklund, uh, it was absolutely superb. She brought on her dog. Uh, Brendan Burns, the winner of last year's If Dot Comedy Award, was uh, fairly outrageous. Uh, what do you expect? Perhaps from a show called Fuck You, I'm Brendan Fucking Burns. Uh, sorry to open the series with such profanities, but uh, he, he seems to be popular, and I'm doing my best to fit in here. We had some uh, hip-hop from Dan Antopolsky, uh, and we were highly entertained by a woman in the front row with a green hat. Thanks very much for choosing us. Uh, we're all you really need to know about The Fringe over the next few weeks, so keep listening and downloading. If you found this later and August is long gone, maybe you were there, enjoy the show again. Either way, you're in for some great comedy and some great guests. Let's have a listen to the show, recorded literally minutes ago, right here in Edinburgh. The Guardian Live at the Edinburgh Fringe 2008. Hello and welcome to The Guardian Live at the Gilded Balloon. I am Miles Jupp. <laughs> Uh, thank you very much indeed for coming to the recording of our very first podcast of the festival here in the basement nightclub of the Gilded Balloon in Edinburgh. Uh, we've got a fantastic show for you today, uh, so sit tight. Let us bring you our own uh, best bits of the fringe so far. Um, well, I'm, I'm your host, ladies and gentlemen, and it is, it's uh, genuinely uh, delightful to find myself here uh, and hosting uh, the, the Guardian podcast, as I am, and I'm, uh, uh, quite, a, quite a fancy gig in a number of ways. I've had... Uh, I've had a very sort of odd 18-month gig-wise, thanks to my uh, agent of sorts. He, he, a weird variety of things. I found myself uh, doing a stand-up gig at my old school. Uh, that was very nerve-wracking. Uh, I, um, uh, I did the best man speech at my brother's wedding. Uh, well, I, actually, I got that, not the agent, obviously. That would, uh, <laughs> that would have been a fairly weak booking, um, certainly on that fee. Uh, I, also, I also did a stand-up gig in Newcastle to a bunch of offshore oil workers who were expecting to see a stripper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah thank God for these pre-Raphaelite curves. Yeah. <laughs> had, to, had to work hard, but we all went home happy. Um, but it is, uh, it's, uh, it's very exciting to be here, back in Scotland, ladies and gentlemen. I, I love Scotland, it's a beautiful place. Uh, uh, it's also home to a group of people that I genuinely think are the most ambitious and optimistic people ever to have walked the face of God's green earth. Uh, incredible. They're called the, uh, the Health Education Board for Scotland. <laughs> that, that really is a very optimistic bunch of people indeed, isn't it? That, they, they are climbing a very steep mountain. Uh, if you can imagine that the base camp of this particular mountain is trying to convince a nation of people that the buying of vegetables isn't of itself actually gay. LAUGHTER and they're still in the equipment shop trying on rucksacks and sighing wistfully in the direction of the crampons. Uh, this, this is a country where they refer to fizzy drinks as juice. Uh, where the phrase steaming carrots suggests that the carrots themselves are drunk. Uh, and where the only thing preventing the deep frying of fruit is the absence of any actual fruit. Um, <laughs> There we go, ladies and gentlemen, just a bit of light, allowable racism and the sort of thing that The Guardian would be proud of. Um, <laughs> it's not all pinko nonsense. Um, <laughs> and, uh, otherwise we wouldn't be here. Um, but... <laughs> morning. Um, but it's, no, it's an extraordinary place, Edinburgh. I was, uh, 
walking to my gig the other evening, I found uh, uh, everyone in the streets was sort of drunk from about 7 o'clock onwards. I saw this uh, wonderful political scene uh, being played out, a sort of microcosm of the city, perhaps. I was walking past a, a, a corner, a, a row between a taxi driver and a lady that had just got out of the taxi. She was a bit drunk, uh, and she banged on the taxi driver's window. When he opened it, she said, I own three properties in this city. I bet you still live in rented accommodation. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I bet she doesn't read The Guardian. Let us welcome our very first guest uh, on our first show. She is one of the biggest talking points on the fringe this year. In 2004, she was portrayed on film by Oscar-winning actor Charlize Theron in The Life and Death of Peter Sellers. Uh, she was a Bond girl, star of The Wicker Man and Get Carter. She was, she still is, incredibly attractive. She's performing her show <laughs> nightly throughout August called Brit on Brit at the Assembly Room, 6.30. Please give the warmest podcast welcome to Brit Eklund. <laughs> How are you? Good ladies and gentlemen. Tequila. This, <laughs> this is tequila, ladies yep. and gentlemen. Uh, would, you, uh, would you like to sit here? Wherever you want. Well, well, let's see how it goes. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, for people listening at home, Brit has brought on a, an incredibly sweet dog uh, with a wide variety of uh, uh, gestures uh, permitting there. What, what, uh, what sort of dog is this? This is a chihuahua, a short-haired chihuahua. He's five years old, and he travels the world with me. Oh. And he goes on stage with me. And, oh, really? Is, uh, mm -hmm. He's performing? Yes, he's performing. Does he's, he, does he... he's a working dog. <laughs> <laughs> does, uh, does he feature in your show? Yes, he does. Uh, performing tricks or um, uh, banter? Oh, I think just going on is a trick in itself, isn't uh, well, it? Well, it certainly is. It uh, frighten the life out of me. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you uh, so much for being uh, with us. It's, uh, it's, it's tremendously, it really is uh, tremendously exciting. Why, uh, uh, what is happening with your show? What, what, what is it? I have never, ever done something like this in my life before. I had no idea what I gave myself in for. Um, but are, you, are you enjoying it? Um, I will. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it, it's, uh, you know, it's really hard when you don't have co-stars and you have to, your brain has to give you your own lines back to you so you can continue. It's very, very, very tough. But, but just to be in Edinburgh, it's, uh, it, it's fantastic. It's such an energy and it's um, so many young people, so many young performers and oh, I feel like an old dinosaur. But <laughs> It, it's good. It's a good energy. Like it. And you don't. Uh, I mean, do, do you suffer from nerves or anything? Do they prevent you from enjoying? Oh yes. The rest? I mean, I, the first night, I, I think I threw up, but there was nothing coming, so that's okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think we're all allowed the odd fire. <laughs> but so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I suffer a lot from nerves, but I guess you know that's the adrenaline that takes us on stage, because once you're on, you you're fine. It is, like, like jumping onto a zip wire or something like that. It is, it is, definitely. Seeing where you end up. Of course, a friend of mine was very badly hurt on one of those. Um, <laughs> sometimes life like that. Uh, now, you, you've, uh, obviously, you're known uh, for being, well, for many things, but being a, a, a Bond girl, that's... Yes. I mean, that's good, isn't it? Yes. Uh, is that, is that a, a, always a pleasure to have been a Bond girl? Or yes. Or sometimes there's nothing annoying about it? No, it's, uh, it, it's always a pleasure. And you know something... It's, it's an amazing institution, and to be part of it, you never lose it. It's like, um, 
I guess maybe having gone to Oxford or Cambridge, you can always say you've been to whatever happens in your life, whatever yeah. you become later, you can always say, well, I went to Oxford or I went to Cambridge. I can say, <laughs> I've always been a Bond girl. Yeah, yeah, you've got a, got a blue in wearing a bikini. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> That's right. That's great. Being a Bond girl is, is, is wonderful because you get invited to loads of things connected with Bond and uh, you can pick and choose, you know, and... Uh, no, I think I was a good Bond girl, so I'm oh, happy about it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. thank you, thank you. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's I was very, let's put it this way, I was very typical of the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's Roger Moore, is he, is he your favourite Bond? I would have to say yes, although I have to say I, I did very, very, very much like Piers Brosnan. I thought he was gorgeous. Well, I thought it was great, wasn't it? I, I watched Goldeneye the other day. It seemed uh, strangely dated, as if it was made for television. But um, that's maybe not the place to talk about this sort of thing. <laughs> uh, uh, as, uh, as well as uh, Roger Moore, though, you've worked with uh, uh, you know, a number of incredible uh, leading men. Uh, yes, I uh, have. John Hurt, Michael Caine, Christopher Lee, Lee yes. Majors. Who, who, who have you enjoyed uh, working with the most? Or, or, or who, who made you laugh the most? Um, Roger was very, very funny, but I have to tell you that... Um, scandal, which I did with John Hurt, I really, really, really wanted to do because I love John Hurt. And um, he's the most extraordinary actor. And you know, in, the, in Scandal, there's a nude scene, sort of like an orgy scene, and uh, we all had to be nude in various drapes. Right. But he, and he has to be there. And to make us all feel comfortable, he was completely nude. So there you sit and talk to him and, oops, sorry, uh, yes, John, oops, <laughs> yes, and it was very difficult, but he just, he, he had no problem, he just walked stark naked around the whole big hall. Oh, really? And uh, it, he was a great, he was great. We went to see a, um, a George Michael concert together. At naked? The, at, <laughs> no, thankfully this time he had clothes on, at, um, at uh, Earl's Court. And uh, he was wonderful, really, really it, wonderful. Is John Hurt a big George Michael fan? I don't so, think he was, but um, I just took it. Unless taking one for the team. Yeah. Uh, well, that's. <laughs> no, I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm fascinated by, by, by your career because, and uh, this will be covered in your show, I'm sure. But you've done, you know, an enormous variety of things. I mean, you've lived the sort of the, the, the Hollywood dream, as it were. But I mean, you've also. Uh, you've, you've done pantomime in Swindon, is that correct? Yeah, panto is fantastic. I usually play uh, fairy godmother. Oh, so I have wings. Uh, well, uh, I think, uh, uh, Britt, we have, uh, we do have, uh, uh, the people in the audience clearly uh, incredibly excited uh, that you're here, rightly so. I believe that we have a, a couple of questions from people in the front row for, uh, for Britt. Uh, oh, there's a hand up there from uh, Madam. Oh. Oh, there's a man. Oh, Sam. I see. Okay. <laughs> Hello, Britt. Hello. Uh, when you stepped on stage just now, I couldn't help but be entranced by your charming tequila. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about him? Does he get his own seat on the stage or anything like that? On, on uh, he, he, uh, he's very well trained. He walks on. He waits backstage during the show and when I call him he comes on. And um, this amazing power I have over him, making him do things, is because basically afterwards he gets a piece of home-cooked chicken. Hello, Britt. Yes. Um, I expect you're tired of being asked this question. But I am never tired of answering questions. Could you tell us, um, with, with your association with Peter Sellers, was he in fact the, the character that um, 
he appeared to be full of humor and um, that sort of thing. Uh, no, but uh, no, not at all. But uh, Jeffrey Rush portrayed him quite accurately in um, what was that film called? The Life uh, and the Death Life of and Death. Peter Sellers. Um, although I did think that Jeffrey was a little bit um, nicer than Sellers, let's put it that way. But no, he was, um, I think today we would recognize that he was a manic depressive, like so many great comedians are. Thank you very much for your question. Uh, Britt, thank you very much indeed uh, for coming on. Uh, can we all thank uh, Britt Eklund? Uh, and Tequila, of course. The Guardian Live at the Gilded Balloon. Now, uh, Britt, uh, if you haven't seen our next guest, I highly recommend uh, you try and get along to his show. It's, uh, it's in the same uh, venue as yours, 8.55, so technically uh, it is possible. You've got absolutely no excuse. Now, uh, according to the If uh, dot comedy panel, and indeed heaps of mightily impressed punters uh, and uh, and uh, some critics, uh, he was uh, the best comedian uh, uh, last year's festival. Uh, he's uh, back with a show called Fuck You. I'm Brendan Fucking Burns. Um, open brackets again. Close brackets. Part six. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Brendan Fucking Burns. Well, this ought to be interesting. I must admit, when I was woken up this morning to do talk. 107, I didn't think that I would then be doing a live podcast to a bunch of Brit Eklund fans. <laughs> Listen, this is if be I can break into your into fringe, my demographic, then you can break into mine. I'll tell you what, how about you come on as one of my slutty dancers tonight? How about that? <laughs> I'll get you in the Xena Warrior Princess gear. Oh, I have to say, my, both myself and Dan, as you wandered on, her skirt's completely see-through from that lighting. <laughs> And I'd just like to let you all know that Brit downstairs still in very good nick. It was, it well was all in order. More like fit Eklund. Ah, 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 ah. Oh, Come God. on! Oh, Come on! Me, That's what wins you the big one. There we are. Woo! Really? Wow. High fiving, not really my thing, but it's great to be part of what you do, Brendan. Uh, <laughs> the if dot comedy winner. That's a biggie. How, how are you feeling now? Fantastic. Um, I mean, I wasn't going to come back, but actually the, 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 the show's actually quite a tongue-in-cheek title because I wasn't going to come back and then I figured... Well, first of all, my agent was going, come back, you'll, you know, you'll cash in, make a ton of money. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, I don't really want to rip people off. You know, there's been people coming to see us for, since 1996 now and it's a very loyal core audience. And then I realised that actually last year, after the award, and it was such a kind of big roller coaster from start to finish because I was like the favourite within the first like four days and I've been here enough to know that favourite never wins and so with all that kind of furore going on I, uh, I, I didn't really have a chance to, to thank the Edinburgh faithful and people, the punters that would have been to see me no matter what press, no matter what award etc and so I've kind of written a show that's a bit of a love letter to them just you know, no pretensions, just uh, you know, steak and chips laughs Do you feel more pressure having one, or no. it's off now? No, it's off. Well, it depends. That's completely up to me, isn't it? Well, I suspect so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is. I can either embrace this, and I mean, you know, the, the past year has just been incredible, and it's been a deal sealer yeah, well, for have, everything. What have you been up to? And I've lost, uh, well, I just, like, I literally came straight here from Montreal, so I made a point of getting this show written before I left, Yeah. because I knew that I'd have to do last year's show again. And, um, you know, uh, CAA at talking about signing us, which is the biggest, like, agency in Hollywood, you know. And um, there's a book deal, and the, I'm working with John Plowman on a pilot who produced The Office. Uh, 
Yeah. Everything, you know, so everything I've ever wanted has happened, but it means that I've lost count of the 18 hour days that, uh, that I've done. But at the same time, Adam Hills gave me brilliant advice last year when I got nominated, and he said, don't forget to enjoy it. You know, because it's so important, because I think you do people a disservice that dream of this happening. You know what I mean? And, and some people have said, yes, it took a long time. Do you feel, you know, do you feel frustrated why it took so long? But I don't think I would probably still be alive <laughs> if it happened earlier. I imagine eight grand would have gone straight up my fucking nose. Right. <laughs> You've had your time at the dance, haven't you? Oh, yeah. Uh, is, there any, is there any of that nose left? Way, we, uh... way, 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 way past there, you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't so... be here if I was still in the dance. No, 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 exactly. Although you're looking fantastically pickled. Well done. <laughs> I mean that as a compliment. Get fucked. That is... Because you have this reputation for being, for being sort of angry and furious. But my own first experience of meeting you was in a static caravan in Newquay. Um, I don't know if you... I doing, we were both booked to play a surf festival. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was beyond that's disaster. A, that's a strange booking. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. A surf I festival. I don't know how that happened. And it won't, I hope, happen again. I, I was terrified. And then I'd had an awful time. And you, were, you made me soup at 3 o'clock in the morning in the caravan. And said, welcome to the club. <laughs> well, you're not a comic until you've been booed off. Until you've, you've been booed off. Not only that, I don't, I don't really care about booing because I've never felt smarter in my life than watching a room full of people look like livestock. <laughs> Boo! I don't know whether to shoot you down or cut you into steaks. I'm embarrassed for you. Don't express yourselves that way. Uh, Brendan Burns, thank you so... <laughs> not you. Specifically, I, I didn't think there was going to be... You know, when I... Turned up to the Guardian podcast with Brit Eklund fans. I, I figured it wasn't going to kick off. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Brendan Burns, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Uh, Brendan, what time is your show on? Uh, 8.55 at the Assembly. 8.55, the Assembly rooms, Brendan Burns, not Mondays. I take Mondays off. I can do what I like. Fuck you, I'm Brendan fucking Burns. <laughs> There we go. A little sneak preview of some of the material there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, did you hear that? She said she's going to become Brit fucking Eklund now. <laughs> uh, a most unlikely double act, but a charming one to watch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're now going to find out uh, a little bit more about what's happening around town this week from a founder member and performer with Cartoon DeSalvo Theatre Company. He's also a comedy critic for The Guardian. Mm. Brian Logan! So you, you saw Brendan's show last year, did you? I did indeed. Mm. Yeah. He, did, he thought it was average. Average show. Yeah, he once called me comedy riffraff. Uh. <laughs> Look at him, the vulgarian. Uh, it's, <laughs> anyway, uh, Brian, no, uh, we, we had a, uh, Brian and I played golf last year. I know that sounds a bit like Tarby or something like that. but um, the, t- the tables are turned because I was presenting The Guardian podcast. And yeah, yeah. You were being my subject. What a year it's been. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was... Sounded uh, unpleasant. Um, how, uh, uh, how is life, though, uh, this year as a comedy critic? Uh, well, it's, it's still quite virginal, because I only arrived yesterday. Oh, really? But you're, this is you fl- fresh off the plane? Uh, f- uh, fresh off the train. It's a Guardian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we have to go green. I went by train. There you go. Yeah, Brit fucking Eklund goes by train. <laughs> <laughs> please, please make that stick. I know you... <laughs> You can do something about that, can't you? I, well, I can write that I yeah. spent a morning at a table with Brit fucking Eklund. That's awesome. <laughs> Although it might end up Brit F star 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 in Eklund. Yeah, how come they always leave out the K? 
Maybe if the cave is there, oh, I don't know. I don't know the answer. The Guardian don't. The Guardian print fuck. They pr the, the Guardian let cat fly, which I know. Yeah, let's let's see if the podcast did. Um. <laughs> but that amazes me. Time Out's like that as well. Time Out's got like fisting and buggery and so on, and and you, you leave it around the house as a kind of liberal dad, and you, then your your nine-year-old walks in and goes, Dad, why are you in this magazine? And then the next picture, there's oh, at it. I would have thought your son had quite enough to contend with. Yeah. <laughs> He's got broad goalposts. Yeah, you know you can blame you. Time Out for your son's exposure exactly. to swearing. Now, uh, Brian, what have, uh, have you been able to see anything so far? I've seen ten comedy shows so far. No, you ten already? Yes. How, how has that been for you? Uh, well, it's been exciting. Exciting? Exhausting? Uh, it, uh, it's the heavy drinking afterwards that's more exhausting, <laughs> to be fair. Oh, is that, it's after, not before? Is it? uh, oh, it's afterwards, yeah. And what have, you, what have you really enjoyed so far? I don't think we need to be negative about anything. If not, what have oh, you, what no, have you enjoyed John, so far? Uh, I've enjoyed an uh, American comic called John Panette. Oh, yes, you know yep. John Panetti, yeah. You're, you're planning a, a musical. A musical, strictly a speaking. A musical? It, well, we're doing a, a, a Guardian the Musical. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds hilarious, Brian. Uh, well, <laughs> Let me write about that. Uh, we, we thought it would be altogether more amusing if it was called the Musical. The Musical. Oh, yes. I think that sounds, that sounds charming, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what Tim Vine is quaking in his boots. Like what it. prompted this? Uh, what prompted it is we just thought it would be fun. Oh, okay. Fair enough. We, okay. may, we, we may die. We may <laughs> end up with egg on our face. But and when do you open? Well, we're, we're only doing it for one performance and one performance only, and we're doing it on this stage as part of this podcast, Miles, oh, just really? in case that's a surprise to you. Oh, not at all. It was, <laughs> it was definitely in the email. Uh, <laughs> can, can any of us be in your, in your musical? I mean, I, we can't, I can't attend rehearsals, but is there, is there a narrator role? Does that need to be required? I mean, presumably I'll be here so I could do it. Could I well, wear? our lovely producer, Paul, has been uh, desperately dragooning comedians into the cast for several days. Desperately? Now. Oh, right, and he still hasn't reached me. That's... <laughs> And ladies and gentlemen, and Brendan Burns. Brit, Brit, Brit who? Uh, Brit. F star stars. Just say it. Say it, woman. No, say no, it. No, 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 no. Brit that. fucking Eklund. Well, Brit not... piss flappy dog shit Eklund. <laughs> Too much? No? Was that? Yeah. Well, there we go. Who said it wasn't going to be fiery? Uh, thank you uh, so much indeed for all our guests coming on. Uh, 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 Britt Eklund and Brendan Burns do get to see their shows. Uh, and uh, also uh, Mr Brian Logan and his musical. Uh, so before we bring on our uh, fantastic act uh, uh, to finish the podcast, and you will uh, give, a, uh, give it up, uh, a splendid round of applause for our wonderful three, four, four guests. Don't forget to check out the guardian.co.uk slash Edinburgh to find out more of what's going on, blogs, video podcasts, and of course more information on what's coming up on these podcasts, live from the Gilded Balloon with me, Miles Jupp. Uh, Dan, I'm going to hand over the stage uh, to the wonderful okay. and intriguing Dan Antopolsky uh, to see us much. out. Ladies and gentlemen, please can you give an absolutely enormous round of applause uh, for Mr. Dan Antopolsky! <laughs> Thank you very much. It's, uh, it's uh, a great pleasure to perform this, uh, th this next piece for you. This is, this is a rap which I've written and now looking out over this, uh, shall we say, middle-aged constituency. I'm not, I'm not sure I've chosen the material most of no, 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 no. Listen, you know, it's, it's going to happen to me. Um, <laughs> you know, it's good. It's a good thing. You know, my mum my mom has grey hairs. Nothing, absolutely nothing wrong. Can we do this again? Okay, so uh, <laughs> this rap, I've written these raps for my show. And uh, they're not real raps, they're just sort of rhymes. And uh, Anyway, this is a, this is a rap about uh, wanting a sandwich. So, uh, you know, we, we all want sandwiches at some points, unless, 
you know, some of us have an intolerance to wheat or something, so hopefully this will be relatable for you. It's not got no bad words in it, and I've, you know, I didn't know everything was going to be X fucking Y today, otherwise I, w I would have chosen the other one. Yeah. Are you hungry? Yeah, I could eat something. Yeah. What do you, uh, what do you fancy? Um, I want a sandwich. Yeah, I want a sandwich. Want an exciting one and not a blandwich. Don't want a thin one made with ham which sticks in my teeth or a raspberry jam squidge. I want a sandwich. Want a double-decker, triple-decker. Want a mayonnaise shirt specker. I want to love it more than my wife. Gonna call it the homewrecker. Mmm. A sandwich can be more than it seems. You can have it in your car, in your face, in your dreams, in the office, on the beach, on the train, on the rocks. Eat it on a picnic with Ultravox. Well, have you ever had a picnic with Ultravox? Because when you have a picnic with Ultravox, you have to hand me your his sandwich, or he'll blubber like a little man bitch. Bob Geldof was grandstanding. Does this have organic lamb in? Me, 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 me. Ah, oh, shut up, Midge, and eat your sandwich. Yeah, never go on a picnic with Ultravox. That's my message. Moving on. Don't be afraid of this knife I brandish. Gonna need a napkin and not a bandage. Although I know I have you at a disadvantage. Cause you're hungry and I got the makings of a sandwich. Filling bread. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's what I said. Bread filling bread. Well, let me hear you, Guardian. That's the way you make a sandwich. Bread filling bread. It's classical, unimprovable. Bread filling bread. Oh, yeah. Well, am I serious? Do the archers live in Ambridge? Is Java an application-oriented programming language? No, no it's object-oriented. Uh, let's have a sandwich. Yeah. Let's fill it up with something outlandish. Yeah. Cheese, ham, pickle, and radish. Oh. It's a curveball, I know, but just give it a chance and let your saliva flow. Bread filling bread. I'm going to eat a sandwich every day until I am dead. Bread filling bread. Well, let me hear you, Guardian. That's the way you make a sandwich. Bread filling bread. It can be buttered, but it cannot be bettered. Man, woman, man. Stop. That is the wrong kind of sandwich. Yeah. Black pepper, black pepper. Black pepper. But just what is a sandwich? Hmm. Cheese on toast is not a sandwich. No. Croque monsieur is not a sandwich. No. Tessa Jowell is not a sandwich. Obviously not. She's a minister. She's not even in the right area. Christmas time is not a sandwich. No. Natasha Kaplinsky is not a sandwich. No. Peanut butter is not a sandwich. Actually, that one is quite a famous sandwich. In the future, you will be able to download a sandwich if you have a download code in the bandwidth. 24 kbps marmite and cucumber materialize on my mouse mat. Ah. So do you want the sandwich? Uh, yeah, I would actually quite like that sandwich. Mm -hmm. mm, thanks for making it for me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> What's that? It is quite a long fade out, yes. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, Don Antipolsky! The Guardian Live at the Gilded Balloon. That was our first show. I do hope you enjoyed it. Do listen to the next one when we'll be joined on the podcast by Tina C, Jason Byrne and Sarah Milliken, who'll be showcasing her game Milliken's Minute with Jim Bowen. Do join us again. Thanks for listening. OK, that's all I'm going to do, because I, I, I said I'd meet my wife for lunch. It's, it's taken ages. For more great downloads, go to guardian.co.uk forward slash audio.